Chapter Four of A Divine Cordial. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Divine Cordial by Thomas Watson. Of Love to God. I proceed to the second general branch of the text. The persons interested in this privilege. They are lovers of God. All things work together for good to them that love God. Despisers and haters of God have no lot or part in this privilege. It is children's bread. It belongs only to them that love God. Because love is the very heart and spirit of religion, I shall the more fully treat upon this. And for the further discussion of it, let us notice these five things concerning love to God. 1. The nature of love to God. Love is an expansion of soul, or the inflaming of the affections, by which a Christian breathes after God as a supreme and sovereign good. Love is to the soul as the weights to the clock. It sets the soul a-going towards God, as the wings by which we fly to heaven. By love we cleave to God, as the needle to the lodestone. 2. The ground of love to God. That is, knowledge. We cannot love that which we do not know. That our love may be drawn forth to God, we must know these three things in Him. 1. A fullness. Colossians one nineteen. He has a fullness of grace to cleanse us, and a glory to crown us, a fullness not only of sufficiency, but of redundancy. He is a sea of goodness without bottom and banks. 2. A freeness. God has an innate propensity to dispense mercy and grace. He drops as the honeycomb. Whosoever will, let him take of the water of life freely. Revelations 22.17 God does not require that we should bring money with us, only appetite. 3. Propriety or property. We must know that this fullness in God is ours. This God is our God. Psalms 48.141 Here is the ground of love. His deity and interest we have in him. 3. The kinds of love, which I shall branch into these three. 1. There is a love of appreciation. When we set a high value upon God as being the most sublime and infinite good, we so esteem God, as that if we have him. We do not care, though we want all things else. The stars vanish when the sun appears. All creatures vanish in our thoughts when the sun of righteousness shines in his full splendor. 2. A love of complacency and delight. As a man takes delight in a friend whom he loves, the soul that loves God rejoices in him, as in his treasure, and rests in him, as in his center. The heart is so set upon God that it desires no more. Show us the Father, and it suffices. John 14.8 3. A love of benevolence, which is a wishing well to the cause of God. He that is endeared in affection to his friend, wishes all happiness to him 
this is love to god when we are well-wishers we desire that his interests may prevail our vote and prayer is that his name may be had in honor that his gospel which is the rod of his strength may like aaron's rod blossom and bring forth fruit four the properties of love one our love to god must be entire and that in regard of the subject it must be with the whole heart thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart mark twelve thirty in the old law a high priest was not to marry with a widow nor with a harlot not with a widow because he had not her first love nor with a harlot because he had not all her love god will have the whole heart their heart is divided hosea ten two a true mother would not have the child divided and god will not have the heart divided god will not be an inmate to only have one room in the heart and all the other rooms let out to sin it must be an entire love two it must be a sincere love grace be with all them that love our lord jesus in sincerity ephesians six twenty four sincere it alludes to honey that is quite pure our love to god is sincere when it is pure without self-interest this the schoolmen call a love of friendship we must love christ as augustine says for himself as we love sweet wine for its taste god's beauty and love must be the two lodestones to draw our love to him alexander who had two friends hephaestion and craterus of whom he said hephaestion loves me because i am alexander craterus loves me because i am king alexander the one loved his person and the other loved his gifts many love god because he gives them corn and wine and not for his intrinsic excellencies we must love god more for what he is than what he bestows true love is not mercenary you need not hire a mother to love her child a soul deeply in love with god needs not be hired by rewards it cannot but love him for that luster of beauty that sparkles forth in him three it must be a fervent love the hebrew word for love signifies urgency of affection saints must be a seraphim burning in holy love to love one coldly is the same to not love him at all the sun shines as hot as it can our love to god must be intense and vehement like coals of juniper which are most acute and fervent psalms one hundred and twenty four our love to transitory things must be indifferent we must love as if we loved not first corinthians seven thirty but our love to god must flame forth the spouse was sick of love to christ canticles two five we can never love god as he deserves as god's punishing us is less than we deserve ezra nine thirteen so our loving him is less than he deserves four love to god must be active it is like fire which is the most active element it is called the labor of love 
1 Thessalonians 1.3 Love is no idle grace. It sets the head a-studying for God. The feet are running in the ways of his commandments. The love of Christ constrains. Second Corinthians 5.14 Pretenses of love are insufficient. True love is not only seen at the tongue's end, but at the finger's end. It is the labor of love. The living creatures mentioned in Ezekiel 1.8 had wings, an emblem of a good Christian. He has not only the wings of faith to fly, but hands under his wings. He works by love. He spends and is spent for Christ. 5. Love is liberal. It has love tokens to bestow. 1 Corinthians 13.4 Charity is kind. Love has not only a smooth tongue, but a kind heart. David's heart was fired with love to God, and he would not offer that to God which cost him nothing. Second Samuel 24.24 24. Love is not only full of benevolence, but beneficence. Love which enlarged the heart never straightens the hand. He that loves Christ will be liberal to his members. He will be eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. The backs and bellies of the poor shall be the furrows where he sows the golden seeds of liberality. Some say they love God, but their love is lame of one hand. They give nothing to good uses. Indeed, faith deals with invisibles, but God hates that love which is invisible. Love is like new wine, which will have vent. It vents itself in good works. The apostle speaks in honor of the Macedonians, that they gave to the poor saint, not only up to, but beyond their power. Second Corinthians 8.3 Love is bred at court. It is a noble, munificent grace. 6. Love to God is peculiar he who is a lover of god gives him such a love as he bestows upon none else as god gives his children such a love as he does not bestow upon the wicked electing adopting love so a gracious heart gives to god such a special distinguishing love as none else can share in i have espoused you to one husband that i may present you as a chaste virgin to god second corinthians eleven two a wife espoused to one husband gives him such a love as she has for none else she does not part with her conjugal love to any but her husband so a saint espoused to christ gives him a peculiarity of love a love incommunicable to any other namely a love joined with adoration not only is the love given to god but the soul a garden enclosed is my sister, my spouse. Canticles 4.12 The heart of a believer is Christ's garden. The flower growing in it is loved mixed with divine worship, and this flower is for the use of Christ alone. The spouse keeps the key of the garden, that none may come there but Christ. 7. Love to God is permanent. It is like the fire the Vestal Virgins kept at Rome. It does not go out. True love boils over, but does not give over. Love to God 
as it is sincere without hypocrisy so it is constant without apostasy love is like the pulse of the body always beating it is not a land but a spring flood as wicked men are constant in love to their sins neither shame nor sickness nor fear of hell will make them give over their sins so nothing can hinder a christian's love to god nothing can conquer love not any difficulties or oppositions love is strong as the grave canticles eight six the grave swallows up the strongest bodies so love swallows up the strongest difficulties many waters cannot quench love canticles eight seven neither the sweet waters of pleasure nor the bitter waters of persecution love to god abides firm to death being rooted and grounded in love ephesians three seventeen light things as chaffed and feathers are quickly blown away but a tree that is rooted abides the storm he that is rooted in love endures true love never ends but with the life five the degree of love we must love god above all other objects there is nothing on earth that i desire besides thee psalm seventy three twenty five god is the quintessence of all good things he is superlatively good the soul seeing a supereminency in god and admiring in him that constellation of all excellencies is carried out in love to him in the highest degree the measure of our love to god says bernard must be to love him without measure god who is the chief of our happiness must have the chief of our affections the creature may have the milk of our love but god must have the cream love to god must be above all other things as the oil swims above the water we must love god more than relations as in the case of abraham's offering up isaac isaac being the son of his old age no question he loved him entirely and doted on him but when god said abraham offer up thy son genesis twenty two two though it were a thing which might seem not only to oppose his reason but his faith for the messiah was to come of isaac and if he be cut off where shall the world have a mediator yet such was the strength of abraham's faith and ardency of his love to god that he will take the sacrificing knife and let out isaac's blood our blessed saviour speaks of hating father and mother luke fourteen twenty six christ would not have us be unnatural if our dearest relations stand in our way and would keep us from christ either we must step over them or know them not deuteronomy thirty three nine though some drops of love may run beside to our kindred in alliance yet the full torrent must run after christ relations may lie on the bosom but christ must lie in the heart we must love god more than our estate ye took joyfully the spoiling of your goods hebrews ten thirty four they were glad they had anything to lose for christ if the world be laid in one scale and christ in the other he must weigh the heaviest and is it thus has god the highest room in our affections plutarch says when a dictator was created in rome all other authority was for the time suspended so when the love of god bears sway in the heart 
all other love is suspended and is as nothing in comparison of this love use a sharp reproof to those who do not love god this may serve for a sharp reproof to such as have not a dram of love to god in their hearts and are there such miscreants alive he who does not love god is a beast with a man's head o wretch do you live upon god every day yet not love him if one had a friend that supplied him continually with money and gave him all his allowance were not he worse than a barbarian who did not respect the honor of that friend such a friend is god he gives you your breath he bestows a livelihood upon you and will you not love him you will love your prince if he saves your life and will you not love god who gives you your life what lodestone so powerful to draw love as the blessed deity he is blind whom beauty does not tempt he is sottish who is not drawn with the cords of love when the body is cold and has no heat in it it is a sign of death that man is dead who has no heat of love in his soul to god how can he expect love from god who shows no love to him will god ever lay such a viper in his bosom as cast forth the poison of malice and enmity against him this reproof falls heavily upon the infidels of this age who are so far from loving god that they do all they can to show their hatred of him they declare their sin as sodom isaiah three nine they set their mouth against the heavens psalm seventy three nine in pride and blasphemy and bid open defiance to god they are monsters in nature devils in the shape of men let them read their doom if any man love not the lord jesus christ let him be anathema maranatha first corinthians sixteen twenty two that is let him be accursed from god till christ coming to judgment let him be heir to a curse while he lives and at the dreadful day of the lord let him hear that heart-rending sentence pronounced against him depart ye cursed End of chapter 4